You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPEA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 66 of FPEA Connects. Glad you are here with us today. I'm Suzanne and Sharon is here with me. I am. So, how have you been? I'm great. Good, good, good. We've been busy. Oh, yeah. So busy. So busy. We're planning the future around here, man. Yep. And it's exciting. (laughs) It is exciting. It's really some exciting stuff out there. Um, And, of course, we're talking about FPEA has some really exciting stuff coming up in the spring and then the summertime. Um, I was going to talk about a couple of those things a little bit. So day at the Capitol, which is actually one of my favorite things. It's one day, but it is one of my favorite things every year. Um, it's going to be on April the 25th this year. Mm -hmm. And that's a little bit later than normal, but you know, some of that comes about because we don't have full control over choosing a date. We have to use what's available at the Capitol. So, you know, I would just say plan now. To, to join us then because it's going to be a great program, first of all. And then you get the chance while you're there to um, visit with your legislators. Mm-hmm. And even um, usually we're there during a time when they're in session and you can go watch them in a house session or a Senate session. And it's really a great opportunity for your kids mm-hmm. to be there and to see that. Even for you, if you've never done something like that, it's really interesting. It is. It's a see. really awesome learning experience to be it to is. see government work out in the daily in the during the day. Yeah. But it's also just a cool experience to feel like you know, you really, you know, the government is owned by us, basically. And when you're there in Tallahassee, you really feel like this is, yeah, you kind of own it. You do. And I will say this about it, because it was one of those things for the first time I was going in, I thought, oh, no. Um, You know, you think sometimes those sessions, how long and boring Uh and all that kind of stuff, right? Okay, so just for clarification, because this made me want to go ahead and try it out. Um, When I understood that you're in a gallery above those sessions Mm -hmm. and you can go in and stay in there for 15 minutes and leave right you do not have to stay in there the whole time you don't have to stay in there for the whole three hours of the session or whatever it is right um so that makes it a little bit more accessible even if you have small children they can get a feel for what it is right and how it works and then And that it's something that's really happening during the day and not just something on (laughs) C-SPAN. That's right. That's right. And so it's great. And not only that, you know how Florida, uh, how Tallahassee is. You go up there and it's kind of like a little bit of a different world for us Mm -hmm. from where we are in our part of Florida right Right. now. And, you know, it really offers some great opportunities for some different kinds of field trips with your kids. Uh, Everything from government stuff to uh, Florida history, but mm-hmm. it's just, a, it's a different area. So yeah. if you're coming for like from South Florida, which people do, I think it's always funny to me that the most people come from Central Florida. And if you're coming from 
the central Florida area and going up there and you haven't been before, there's a lot of great stuff to do. So plan a day or two um, mm -hmm. just to, to be there and be a part of that. And then we're also working on plans for our Fun in the Sun Florida Keys field trip. Yes. That is going to happen again in June. We did that for the first time last year. And I am telling you, it was probably one of my favorite things the whole year. It was my favorite trip the whole year. It was my favorite. It was. Um, I'll just say you have to, to keep your eyes open and watch the FPA website and make sure you're keeping up with this stuff because yep. there's some really neat opportunities. It's on social media. It's um, on our website. And when it's ready to be, you know, time to register, it's there. Yeah. And, and it gets put out there. So keep connected with us. And, of course, you can't go without saying something about FPA Annual Convention. Nope. Right? We are so excited about that this yep. year. I've had the most fun uh, as we've planned towards this one because I think part of it is for me just the theme this year is Wild Florida Live Free. And it just embraces so much about what I see as Florida, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, it ties in all of like, you know, who we are here in the state. Mm -hmm. um, and not just from the the physical side, but also from the homeschooling side, we have great freedoms to homeschool in Florida. Yeah. And at our convention, we can get together and really celebrate that and help one another get ready for the next year. So we have so many things planned for that weekend for every member of the family, every age, truly something for everyone. And uh, you can go online now and register for that mm -hmm. to get the best prices. So absolutely. I would encourage it. But speaking of wild Florida, it brings me back to our topic today you know our last podcast was for the love of florida so this is kind of like for the love of florida take two <laughs> it's like okay so we talked last time about some of the earliest roadside attractions in florida and those that really i would say cemented our tourist destination appeal to the outsiders right. <laughs> and several that you can still visit you know yep. so so many of those attractions were founded and like Florida's natural beauty and natural um, appeal and that paradise that tourists had found when they first came uh -huh. to the area because uh, there was nothing, nothing that wasn't natural, you know, and we love all of those things and still love embracing those. But I think that both of us, you and I also have an affinity for the Florida that we remember as kids. Yep. Um, you know, as we move into like the 1960s. Um, some of those attractions that, that we are familiar with and that we enjoyed mm -hmm. and some of the things that brought people to Florida, that's when they started coming around, right. you know, starting in the sixties, um, Florida actually just began to kind of explode with some of these other things and some of the iconic tourist destinations that are still, um, those destinations mm -hmm. today. Right. One of them being the space coast. Oh, Absolutely. Kennedy Space Center, and we both have talked about the impact that the space program mm -hmm. has had, like on our child, our childhood years, and on you especially. We'll talk about that a minute in a minute. But um, first, let's do just a little bit of a timeline. It was like the fall of 1961, and NASA formally requested money for the initial purchase of the land on Merritt Island. Okay, mm -hmm. so 1961. This starts moving into action. And over the next few years, buildings were constructed, launch pads were built, and the vehicle assembly building was mm -hmm. built. 
Um, it was a little before our time, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> but we know that with the building of the space program that Florida took on like celebrity status. It really did. And I mean in the form of astronauts, of course. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love the astronauts. But but the area exploded with new it housing. Did. Uh, new businesses were built, new hotels. Um, well, I dream of Jeannie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, those who came fell in love with this paradise. Right. And so Florida was being built up, and it was built, being built up to stay. Yeah. You know? But for a minute, let's just talk a little bit personally about how, like, your family is connected and, like, what kind of impact the space program had on your life. Um I don't know if everyone knows this or not, but our office is in Melbourne Mm -hmm. and it's right on the space coast. And you are one of those rare birds that was born and raised in the same one town. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to tell me a little bit about your earliest memories of like NASA and Kennedy Space Center. Well, being born on the Space Coast, (laughs) you're bottle fed the space program. (laughs) No, um, you definitely... Mm -hmm are very aware of the space program when you're born here and grow up here because everybody from every member of your family, practically to your best friend down the streets, family worked in the space industry, whether it be at Kennedy space center and, or one of the contractors either on the Cape or away from the Cape. Right. We definitely had, um, I would say probably three out of four people, the, um, their economy was, in the space program. In the space program. Yeah. So it really was. I mean, yeah. it was not called the Space Coast for nothing. Nope. Right? <laughs> it wasn't. So <clears throat> I know you and I have talked about, you know, just I know your parents both worked yep. in the program, mm-hmm. uh, in some part of the program. And, you know, I was here a lot because my my uncle actually was stationed on Patrick uh-huh. Air Force Base. Yes. And so we were coming and going, like Mm -hmm. you were living here, but, you know, we were coming and going and it was just, um, even when I was little, which for me would have been like mid seventies, late Mm seventies, it seemed so fresh and new and bright and, you know, everything it's, it's fun now to kind of drive through some of those areas and see, um, I seriously think that I see some of the same exact signs of hotels that we stayed in. Yeah. There are. <laughs> and some of the same restaurants that we may have, you know, fast food type places or mm-hmm. diners that we may have eaten in. But um, even though it looks so different because it's been so overdeveloped now, you can still drive through and see the hints of the things that remind you of when it was just booming and bustling. Yeah. All astronauts, all Space Coast, yes. all, you know, the fun stuff. And I know um, it was very busy. As far as, you know, Kennedy Space Center and the work that they were doing with the um, the projects they were working on up until we were a little bit older in the 80s. Um, and I wasn't really, I wasn't really connected to that. I mean, everything was about getting to the moon first right. and all that kind of stuff to begin with. And it was all being built and just progress, progress, progress. And it was like you said, even if you lived in Florida, um, you felt like you were spoon fed space program from the time you were starting school and and going out now speaking of that for just a second let's detour school what happened when the shuttles went off and you were in school when i was in school the they would go over the overhead and say okay the shuttle's gonna go up in like five minutes 
So teachers, you want to take your classes outside. So anytime the shuttle went up, you all walked outside to the playground and lined up. And it was it became so commonplace that half the time the teacher would say, do you guys want to go out and see the shuttle? And of course you wanted to because who would, yeah, teacher, we'd rather work on math. <laughs> of course we want to go outside. So we would right. go outside and watch the shuttle go up, and then he'd have to round us, or he or she would have to round us back up and <laughs> hustle us back <laughs> inside. Yeah. But I can say that I can't imagine that that happened anywhere else in the country. <laughs> you know, it's funny. And, yeah, I we lived, like, maybe not even a couple of hours from here. When I was, like, in middle school, mm-hmm. and we would go outside and still be able to see, you know, from right. a couple of hours away, you can see it. Not like you were seeing it here. Right. But... It was so amazing. Yeah. You know, and we were, we were growing up on that. And yeah. it was, it did become kind of commonplace. And, you know, but when we, we were in the 1980s, we hit that run of the space shuttle program. Right. That was like. And I truly, even though it became commonplace, I truly <clears throat> loved the space program. Because, right. you know, like the Apollo program, the nation was looking at that, you know, John Kennedy's going to rush us through them, getting yeah. us to the moon and everything. And then the leftovers behind that, you know, and then, the like you said, the new thing with the space shuttle, um, it is commonplace when you're born here and you see it. But there is mm-hmm. definitely, I just, I still to this day love it. Yeah, I just truly love it. Oh, absolutely. And we would travel, um, like I said, we only lived a couple of hours from here. And so when there was going to be a launch, this happened at least twice, that we traveled and came to watch it. Uh-huh. And they got canceled. Yeah, they always scrub it they if you travel to scrub it. it if you travel. <laughs> so it was like, man. But, you know, it was, we watched it on TV if we weren't here. We right. watched it because it was so... It was so amazing to see these people are going into space. It's just something. And it wasn't happening anywhere else. Nowhere else. Maybe Russia. Maybe China. But nowhere else. Yeah. And it really put Florida on the map. It did. The Space Center did. The Space Shuttle Program did. It was just, it was an amazing development during that time. And, um, you know, so the 1980s were were huge. Mm -hmm. And then it seems like, you know, now um, I feel like a lot of people, you know, even as I've tried to write, raise and educate my kids, they have been here with me. So they've come and we've gone to the Kennedy Space Center. As a matter of fact, we did that a yeah, couple of years ago. We did with, a um, FPA field trip. Yeah, we did. And we had a STEM program that was all yeah. based on, you know, some of the different aeronautics. Right. And so we got an opportunity to go see some parts of it that I'd never seen mm-hmm. before. And... I was standing there. You were with me when mm-hmm. I was standing in the vehicle assembly building. Right. Crying because of <laughs> yeah. all of the names on the wall of the people. And it's just emotional. It is. And we walked into the um, command center where they were sitting and where they would watch the yeah. the launches. And, you know, I, I'll never forget going in there and seeing the the notebooks and everything. And mm-hmm. even it was like they even left the coffee cups. Yeah. Like the stuff that was there the last time people were there watching that launch. Yeah. And it's just like, man, you know, it's you're overwhelmed with the awesomeness yeah. of it. And I think that that to me is still, so it's a little sad to me that I feel like this generation that's, that's growing up right now has missed some of that. And some yeah. of it's like history, yeah. but that's really, it's really not the case. It's just, we don't hear about it all the time right. in the news. And um, so let's talk, uh, like, what does the space program look like now? I mean, you still live here. 
yeah. on the Space Coast, and, and it hasn't died. It's not no, gone away. No, <laughs> I think, like I had mentioned to you maybe in a previous conversation, that people who don't live directly here, they don't really hear about the space program anymore, or you don't really, you know, it's not something that seems like a very... Like, a lot of people may even think that the space program is dead, mm-hmm. but the truth is um, it's actually not. Right. We're... Um, I feel like it's actually more active, even though it's not manned missions. Mm -hmm. Um, The commercial, private, and governmental use of the uh, facilities, or, you know, the the launch pads, whatever, are very active. There's rockets going up all the time, and some of them are historic and or huge. Mm -hmm. Um, They just recently launched a Delta Heavy, I think it was, or... I'm not real good about the names of the rockets, but there's been some really historic launches recently. Of course, everyone knows about Elon Musk Mm -hmm. just sent the Tesla (laughs) up. I mean, it's probably been a year now, but there's lots of activity going on at the Cape. Um, And that was one of the things that I think was exciting to see when we went on our our special kind of like backside tour. Um, you know, and to see how it's still very active and very, very busy. Um, and I think that, you know, that's even, you know, I don't look at like kids now and see them running around outside playing like they're an astronaut. Yeah, they do miss that. Yeah. And I don't see, you know, if you ask that small, that young age group, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. Right. Not many of them say astronauts anymore. Everybody wanted to be an astronaut in the (laughs) eighties. That's right. That's right. And I wanted to be Jeannie. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But no, you know, it was just. Um, such a impact on our society, mm-hmm. on our culture, and you don't see it that way now. Right. But I think it's interesting because um, just the end of last year, um, you know, Vice President Pence made an announcement, which I thought was really interesting. And, and I don't know how this is all going to play out because it was really just um, new to us to hear about it. But, you know, he was saying that there was going to be the creation of a United States Space Force, mm-hmm. which would essentially be like a, a sixth branch of the military. Right. And uh, that we would see that being built and, and coming live in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is incredible, you know, because it really, it shows you that that program is not dead. Right. It's just changing shape. And uh, so I, you know, I wanted to talk about it because I think that it's such a rich area to still take a trip and, and take the time to come and visit this area, visit the, um, you know, Kennedy Space Center and see what is still happening around here. I mean, just like you said, you know, you can drive around and you see the names that were associated yeah. with all of the the industry that was connected to the space program. Mm-hmm. And it's still here and it's still, a lot of it's still functioning. There strong, is. And there's you know? so many museums, the museums up there near it. And there's um, lots of little gardens. And the, like you said, the space center, of course, the visitor center, there's and a lot And we've talked really about some see. of the things that are sad to see that have yeah, gone. Yeah. <laughs> some of the things that used to be here, sadly or not, but yeah. it's still rich with opportunity to just learn and kind of delve into the impact. And, um, you know, it had a huge impact on, again, the development of tourism and mm-hmm. the development of the economy yeah, in our definitely. state. Um, definitely. So it's, it really helped to create the Florida we know. 
um, and yeah. live in and enjoy. It absolutely is the Florida I know. It <laughs> for is. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you for talking about it because I know it's, yeah. it's a you know topic that we talk about a lot personally, but we don't get a chance to talk about with others. It is near and dear. <laughs> near, near and dear. Um, so I just want to say for those of you who've joined us today, if you are um, considering homeschooling or maybe you are already fully engaged in homeschooling, remember that FPA is your source for all of your Florida homeschooling needs. You can check out our website, www.fpa.com, for exciting opportunities and valuable resources. And also you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, or Instagram for other great tidbits and resources that are sure to help you as you create your customized homeschool journey. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.